Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another episode of Mr. on the Rocks Do Hollywood. If this is your first time here, Mr. on the Rocks, we just drink cocktails <laughs> and solve true crime. That's it. You are probably knee-deep right in the middle of our uh, Hollywood series where we're taking unsolved mysteries from Hollywood and, uh, well, trying to solve them. That's it. With me, That's as it. always, is the fantastic Suze Kepner. Hello. Thank you, Masood. Thank you. are very you. welcome. And the amazing Chris Stokes. Hello. Hello there, hello. Hey guys, how was your weekend? Um, yeah, it was alright. Yeah? It was not bad. It was not oh bad. <laughs> I, I feel a Chris story coming on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just think the best you can hope for is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh my god, who's that? Hello, hello. Every single week. You're all right, pull up a chair. You're, you're lucky you're not one of the creepy people. Thanks for coming and being not creepy, but you just sit there in silence. <laughs> Don't be creepy. What are, what are we having? What are we drinking? We'll start with you, Chris. Because you you said in the WhatsApp, it's really complex, and I really want to know not what it is. Not complex, just it sounded amazing, and I wanted to make it. And mm. it, it is amazing. It's lovely. So it's, it's called a hazelnut bourbon sour. Holy shit. Oh, that sounds amazing. I want it. I want to uh, drink so, it. Yeah, so yeah. What, what, what it is, is bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do two ounces of bourbon, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of frangelico, which is hazelnut liqueur. Ooh. Then what you do is you put a few drops of bitters in there. Yeah. Just uh, Angostura. Just Angostura. But yeah. uh, it's supposed to be Peychaud's, Peychaud's bitters. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use Angostura as, a, okay. a, a, as, an, as an alternative, which is what I had to do. Uh, and then... You do a tiny drop or two of really smoky whiskey from Isla, and yeah. it really sets it off. It's delicious. Holy shit! It's like I'm looking into a. Yeah. It's like I'm looking into a mirror and hearing yeah. myself talk back yeah. to me with all that you know, and pay charts. And I was like, Oh my god, he's learned so well. <laughs> oh, my boy's all grown up. <laughs> also, the lemon but, juice, Masood, is fresh. I squeezed it. Ah. Uh, Thank you. Uh, thank oh, you very much. Oh, what a waste of everybody's <laughs> fucking time. When you could have just got yourself a sexy little plastic mm. Jif lemon. Mm. Here's a fun Here's a fun tip. <laughs> if, you're, if you're like, but I don't want to get lemons, Masu, because they keep going off. Freeze them. Freeze them. Pop them in the microwave. Freeze your lemon. For 20 seconds. They, um, they come up juicier. You cut them. I did, I did that. I brought a frozen lime with me for mine. So. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, my God. Suze? Did you keep it like in the front of your trousers? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got in the Uber. And then, <laughs> and then you, were like, this, you were like, this is hilarious. And then after 15 seconds, you're like, I regret this is, my decision. This is too cold. Oh, <laughs> oh I hate it. <laughs> in your Uber. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
and you're telling the Uber driver, I put a frozen lime in down my trousers. I wish I had it. And he's like, well, take it out. You're like, I can't. It's awkward. It's a, yeah, you're going to give me three stars, <laughs> aren't you? And he was like, I am anyway. You're weird. You brought it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the, the driver's just pulled over and he's opened the passenger door. Get out. He's leaned across Get out. Get out. Mate, you can walk. I can't walk. I've frozen myself into the shape with a lime. <laughs> I, I'm drinking um, a... Masood, you remember one of our very early live streams? Mm-hmm. We made one with Kahlua and cream. Yes. What was it? I think it was a white Russian, wasn't it? Or oh, it was just a white Russian. Oh, but we made it with but we made it with the Biscoff. Oh yeah. yeah. So well, I I don't know if I've done the same. Anyway, what I did was I got vanilla vodka, but I made the vanilla vodka by tipping in vodka and some vanilla essence from a cake. I, made. <laughs> I, li- I didn't squeeze it out. Yeah, the cake. I was going to say I'd like it's to see you like ringing <laughs> ringing the cake like a flannel. Yeah. So I just well I've got vodka, vanilla essence, Kahlua, and cream. Yeah. It just tastes like Bailey's, mate. Oh, well, then you've kind it's of made you've made an unintentional Bailey's. <laughs> I made unintentional Bailey's, but I was I thought it was going to be like a beautiful party. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, Bailey's is fine. Yeah, it's I, I have the same thing. Every time I drink Bailey's, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. It just tastes, it's a bit stronger than Bailey's, actually. I think I put more Kahlua in, so it's got a tiny bit of that. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, that sounds all right. What, what are you going to call it? Uh, Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> Masood, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. You got a pint. Yeah, well, it's a chalada. So I've got oh. um, I've got lime juice, salt rim, and lager. And part that's partially because you've had a lager and lime. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> I just like nearly spat my drink out. Lager and lime, and, I, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll do it again. Lager and, lime. <laughs> I'll, and I'll do it again. <laughs> Listen, you can't say you can't put salt rim in the middle of what the ingredients were to try and throw me off. Lager, salt rim, lime juice, <laughs> lime juice. It's called a chalada, mate. Oh, that's really that's that's really tickled me. It's called a chalada. We've had a lot of listeners that they've just rejoiced that uh, Masood of all people now classes lager and lime as a cocktail. It is a fucking cocktail, <laughs> actually. It is a cocktail. I'll have you now. If you add salt around the rim, yeah. which sounds horrible, it's, is it Masood? Is it nice? It's actually really lovely. I quite like it. Um, okay, okay. Yes, I believe you. So, Chris, what uh, what is on the cards today? What do you have for us? As everybody knows, we're working our way through the mysteries of Hollywood. The thirties, mm-hmm. quite slim pickings, really. Unless you wanted us to do the "Did a Munchkin Hang Themselves" in the Wizard of Oz, and I didn't really want to. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we're in and out of the thirties in one week. Okay. Uh, so since last week, the United States of America has joined World War Two. Ah, mm. showing up late, taking all the credit. I, um <laughs> and so nineteen forty-two, we're in now. And this week we're going to look at the the, the Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, what the one with the the oh. film with the aliens in it and um, uh-huh. and Turk <laughs> and Turk from uh, Scrubs yes. and um, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> aliens are apparently one of the uh, one of the theories about this mystery. But if oh. you don't know the Battle of Los Angeles, basically this is the height. Well, it was the height of the Blitz in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. but in America they just joined after Pearl Harbor. And they were on red alert for future similar attacks. Yeah. Gotcha. One of them supposedly happened in, in February 1942. February, uh, the, mm-hmm. evening of the, the evening of the 24th of February into the 25th. It happened through the night and the all clear wasn't given until 7 o'clock the morning of February the 25th. And when the all clear was given, any damage had been sustained by friendly fire. So, like, by the Americans. No damage had been sustained by any enemy aircraft. In fact, there was no evidence of any enemy aircraft. Basically, it was a ghost attack. Nobody attacked 
anything. What? Five people died. Yeah. Oh, God. But not because of any damage. Uh, uh, Three people died in car accidents caused by the chaos. And two people died right. of heart attacks attributed to the stress of the whole thing. Oh, right. my God. Uh, so there were five fatalities. Buildings and vehicles were damaged by shell fragments, but basically it was friendly fire. It was counterattack. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the American Air Force and the American Army basically did all the damage themselves. There was no enemy. Jesus. And some people have said that it was aliens because there's a photograph of all of those 1940s World War Two searchlights all pointing up at a UFO. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they would have, because yeah, they would have just caught that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, no one's been able to but work out what happened, what they were shooting at, and and why this whole thing went. But down. UFO means unidentified flying yeah. object. It doesn't mean it's aliens. like it's like yeah. recently when NASA. Oh, no, was it the Pentagon? No, it was the Pentagon, I think. Yeah, they're like, we found a UFO. They yeah. said, by the way, UFOs exist. And everyone lost their yeah. minds because they thought, yeah. oh my God, that means aliens. And they're like, no. They admitted it. Of course UFOs exist. It's just something you look at yeah. and you don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it feels like a real, uh, like they were just sort of testing the water, be like, okay, UFOs exist. Like, ah, it's like, wow, okay, they're not ready for <laughs> anything that's even remotely so so there's so it's a friendly fire on los angeles yeah it? over los angeles i mean yeah. uh, obviously of course pearl harbor happened the americans yeah. went into the war and then there was a lot of paranoia about um further attacks so paranoia got so much actually and um this is a, this is quite a relevant fact for our little mini series there were rumours that a Japanese aircraft carrier, this is in 1941 in December after Pearl Harbor, rumours that a mm. Japanese aircraft carrier was cruising off the coast of San Francisco Bay resulted in the city of Oakland just closing its schools and issuing a blackout. Civil defence sirens provided ah. by the police department at Oakland, uh, the Oakland PD, they just blared through all the city. Radio silence was ordered. Seattle imposed a blackout as well. Right. Uh, owners right. who left the lights on in their buildings had their businesses smashed by a mob of 2,000 residents. That's what paranoia was doing. Jesus. Rumours were taken hell. so Jesus. seriously about this aircraft that 500... I didn't know this until today. 500 United States Army troops moved into Walt Disney Studios to defend... Mickey Mouse. What? Against <laughs> sabotage and enemy attack. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. The army went into Disney. Right. The, uh, <laughs> oh we're in the God. war now we gotta protect mickey <laughs> Joe, it's really funny because people or people now under coronavirus are like back then people just dealt with it back then during the war it wasn't like all of the snowflakes now people just got on with it and then you look at it and you go people went fucking nuts back yeah. then we're all the same oh yeah and people like, lynched they people went, <laughs> yeah yeah it was crazy oh, and like hell. during the blitz in london um and all across the country they people got people have been saying like during the war everyone did their part and they all oh, turned yeah, out yeah. their lights oh, so no God. one would no one would see their house and then you go well no, they had air raid wardens because yeah. some people were like, I'm keeping my fucking lights yeah. on. And that was in case like, they were like, I don't care if we do get bombed. I want to have my lights yeah. on. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, it's the same. It's just people are like, I don't care if I catch it. I'm not going to wear a mask is the new, I'm not yeah. going to turn my I'm not going to be able to read my stories with the lights out. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you read your stories before we turn the lights out? Or better still, yeah. I don't care. Turn your fucking lights yeah, off. Yeah, turn your lights off, you bellend. It, is it? So I was just, uh, I, I was reminded of something of this uh, this case. It reminded me of the, was it the Coventry myth? Have you heard of this? So there's the Coventry Blitz conspiracy, yeah. which yes. is that uh, they knew the Blitz was coming. Yeah. Because you know Coventry was our most damaged city, I think. Yes. Yeah. Because they knew... This is, and this is a conspiracy because they knew that Coventry was going to be destroyed. They were to let it happen, I think, yeah. to get an intelligence advantage over the Germans. Yes, that was what is I heard. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Ah. I'm looking at it now. So there's a, there was a book that came out in 1974. A guy, a group captain Winterbotham, which I'm going to pronounce as Winterbottom, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it's uh, Winterbottom. He said that the British government had advance warning of the attack. Yes. And intercepted German radio messages encrypted with the Enigma machine, which they would have had by that point. Yeah. Uh, and they Chewing. Uh, <laughs> and so he said that Churchill offered no de- ordered that no defensive measures should be taken to protect Coventry in case the Germans suspect that the cipher had been broken. So they didn't want them to know that they'd cracked Enigma. So they let Coventry yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's the conspiracy. It reminded me of that when you said because I thought like, oh, well, maybe this is one of those things where they're like, they attempted that, but then they clearly blew it. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, right. That's not yeah. a bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad show. Like, so, yeah, and they were like, oh, we better make it look like we've been attacked. Yeah, and then it's like, aren't those our planes? No, we're shooting at a UFO. <laughs> like, that's a weather balloon. Uh-uh, uh, we don't know what it is. The Japanese denied sending any planes at all. Yeah. And then you might go, oh, well, right. they would, wouldn't they? And it's like, would they during well, the war? They, yeah. I mean, if with, they yeah. had. They'd be like, no, we totally did it. Yeah. It's not like they went, oh, Pearl Harbor. No, that wasn't us. Don't know what they're yeah. on about. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they, it's no one's really in a place to start denying. Yeah, and because there was no damage from any enemy aircraft or or or, or, or enemy ships, then mm. it was like, well, who were they fighting? <laughs> what was what was? Yeah, going why were on? they? Yeah, right. The bombardment lasted for an hour, but the blackout lasted all night. Right. So that, I mean, like, yes, of course, there was bombardment, there was damage and stuff. It just wasn't any enemy there. That's so mm. weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it came to be known as the Battle of Los Angeles, which yes. They made uh, a film of, and then sort of like went down the alien route because yeah. conspiracy theories have said that they were shooting at aliens and then covered up the existence <laughs> of aliens. I mean, it's quite fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, nineteen forty-two was it a thing already? It must have been the very early days of science fiction. Oh, science yeah, fiction! Uh, not, not obviously, not the early days, but the early days of like alien attack in UFOs with that kind of imagery, which is yeah, a famous it w- image. From yeah. It would have definitely leaked into the into the lexicon of pop culture. I think at that time it would have been known enough. The Roswell incident was a little bit forty-seven, later, wasn't, wasn't it? it yeah, forty-seven, right. Yeah, which kind of makes this quite interesting, the fact that they that aliens have been attributed to it, because it kind of comes before the Roswell incident, which I feel like mm. is, that's the cornerstone of, like, alien conspiracies. Because science yeah. fiction, oh, yeah. science fi- like, I don't think flying saucers was a, a new image at that point, because it would have been no. easy to achieve on a gotcha. budget. Gotcha. Yes. Um, and I suppose H.G. Um, Wells has... Yeah, of course, H.G. Wells, War of the Worlds, they weren't saucers, were they? They were like legs. No. Tripods. And, but then also there was no conspiracy of the government hiding them. They were just, they just came and that was it. And they're all wiped out by a disease. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> this happened in 1942. If, let's, mm. if the alien thing took people's imagination, it was like, oh, maybe it was aliens and they're covering it up. That mm. would, in five years' time, fester into this Roswell incident. Maybe, mm. maybe, 
maybe this has a part to play in this idea of alien conspiracy. So, sort yeah. of. The, the thing that I have with that, though, is I think that with, with Roswell was such a somehow, I think, kind of public-ish thing. And whereas this one was, there's also a war going on. So it feels very much like that was would have overshadowed it's like it's aliens um also there's a war happening so maybe we should focus on that <laughs> rather than yeah. the aliens yeah and i think you might be right chris maybe there's like germs of the idea here or small seeds of it mm. but it feels very much like roswell was the fucking explosion i agree of all of this mm. i agree but then because like, but then you know you have to like a fuse for an explosion this and, is also true and that this mm. could be just this could just be the sort of like the first spark of the fuse that people didn't realize at the time but then Maybe when Roswell happened, they were like, oh, well, of course, there was the Battle of Los Angeles yeah. as well. Oh, my God. And then it was sort of like they worked themselves off. Yeah. That. It was fucking aliens, mate. Yeah. Hysteria was like, especially this early early on in the war for the Americans after Pearl Harbor got attacked, which the Americans took personally. Mm. <laughs> I'd love you. I'd love you as a general saying that to an American general. Be like, well, you got to take it so personally, guys. Just chill the fuck out. It's <laughs> listen, listen, old bean. Has anybody ever heard of the phrase "all's fair in love and war"? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, you goddamn limey. <laughs> when they dropped their bombs on Pearl Harbor, it wasn't a statement about you as a person. Okay? <laughs> you goddamn limeys, you're all the same. Drinking your warm beer and your what is this lager? Oh my god, make me sick. I really think about this is is this relevant it's kind of relevant uh, talking about World War Two now but mm. when um, mm. American troops came over to Britain mm. we didn't have segregation but they did <gasps> yeah. uh, did anyone read about this or hear about no. this no that's so like, really now. Yeah, so, I have. So we didn't have segregation. There was a big fight. We had our own battle of Los Angeles, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, shooting broke out on British what? soil during the war. Holy shit. Between white American soldiers and black American soldiers. Because black American soldiers, because we didn't have segregation, they could drink with white people. Whereas over Holy in America... Shit. Yeah, so they were just like down the pub. Because British people were like, we don't care. Like, I mean, right. obviously some of them mm. would have. I'm not saying racism wasn't there, but segregation certainly yeah. wasn't. No, yeah. it, well, it didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. White people, uh, white soldiers uh, uh, and black soldiers were, were drinking together. together yeah. And then the white American soldiers did not care for this. Did not oh, like God it. Now. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Apparently the British people... They took them to one side and said, I don't know why you're taking this so personally. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't segregate. So with this with this battle then, so it's it's over it's over that the one night. Yeah, and then they give the they give the okay. So um maybe to look at how it happened and a possible solution. Yeah. The hysteria between Pearl Harbor and of course all of those rumors about Japanese aircraft carriers mm. off the coast. Yeah. That caused the US Army to move into Walt Disney Studios. That's so yeah. weird. Save the mouse, and, and and then people people attacking businesses that left their lights on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was emotions were running high. Everyone was terrified. Mm. Yeah. So Pearl Harbor was what December nineteen forty one. Yeah. Uh, this happened in February nineteen forty two. That's a that's a matter of weeks, really. Shit. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like eight weeks, ten weeks. So when the United States started preparing for to enter the war, anti aircraft guns were installed, it, obviously around America to mm. shoot down planes. Um, bunkers were built. Uh, air raid precautions were drawn into the populace all over the country, much like it was over here. And then uh, a lot of American merchant ships were attacked by Japanese submarines off the west coast. Oh shit! Oh, so they did have reason to believe. So that after they could... after Pearl Harbor, which was Hawaii, wasn't it? Yeah. 
So the yeah. American mainland, mainland had not yet been attacked. It was Hawaii and the no. um, uh, some of the merchant ships. Yeah. So from the mm. last half of December through to February, an American merchant ship was attacked but luckily escaped. Another one was sank. Another one escaped. Another one was sank. One was badly damaged. One was uh, managed to get away but then later sank. Another one was sank. <laughs> another one was damaged. Another one was sank. So like we're looking at about 10, yeah, about 10 ships. Got, um, right. got attacked some survived and then but others sank and others were badly damaged um yeah. so obviously th- through these two months january and february hysteria was mounting further, like, further. yeah they have reason they have reason to think yeah. that this could um, be the yeah. day the day before the battle of los angeles during one of roosevelt's fireside chats a japanese submarine surfaced now when i read that sentence i just had a picture of it sort of like just surfacing next to him yeah, it's exactly <laughs> when you said that. Just he's like, like <laughs> he's he's there with a the microphone, going, "Hello, America, don't worry." Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! And he come like ghosts. You remember Ghost Shark? Yeah, this is a this is a deep cut to an old episode. But like, Ghost Shark was a ghost of a shark that could come out of like Any, a glass yeah. of water you were drinking. But no, there's a there's a further clause to the sentence. It surfaced near Santa Barbara, California, and it shelled an oil field in Galita. Wait, what? So hang on. Is it, so an oil field, is that really near the beach? <laughs> uh, hang on, I've got a map up here. So so if you look at the map, it actually the mm-hmm. El, uh, uh, Elwood yeah. oil field, it says here on the on the map is um yeah, it's a, it's it, it's under under the water. It was called the bombardment of Elwood and it was an attack by one Japanese submarine against several coastal targets off California. Obviously that attack played into this mounting hysteria. But but it was a bad attack basically because it only resulted in $500 of property damage. Wow. <laughs> That's like an old joke, yeah. isn't it? It's like there was a hurricane in Slough. There was $500 worth of damage. damage. Yeah, it's like, fuck. Why are they using dollars in Slough? <laughs> <laughs> I feel definitely like, like Roosevelt could have come down and be like, it's all right, pulls out his wallet and hands over 500 <laughs> bucks. Yeah, and but all in dollar bills. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like, single, Jim Bowen, single dollars. like Jim Bowen at the end of Bullseye. <laughs> there you go, mate. <laughs> Watches Bullseye. I fucking love Bullseye. Oh. It is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that Bullseye kind of stopped, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> well, it is for Masood. He misses it. I do miss it. More weirdly, that they haven't <laughs> tried to bring it back after everything they've tried to bring back. Without Jim, without yeah. without Jim, there's no point. Maybe I should host the new Bullseye. How about oh, that? Oh my god, <laughs> I would love that. Can we let's pitch Bullseye back? <laughs> Me and Chris can like model all the speedboats. Oh my god, I would love that so much. Suze will be dressed in a tux and I'll be dressed in the cocktail dress. (laughs) Yes. Chris will be like in in some lovely seat. Oh yes. Well, who's who's going to be the person who stands by the dartboard and goes, "Don't worry about it, everything's all right," and then just like it's go all right. Sh- he it's it's all right. It's just Chris <laughs> with doing a nip slip. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the bombardment, uh, mm-hmm. the Elwood bombardment, causing not much damage. If you're interested, five hundred dollars uh, at that time is equivalent to seven thousand eight hundred dollars today. That's still fuck all <laughs> in terms of a city. Yeah, yeah. that's like bad attack. It was a bad a attack. Sec- Second-hand high-end money. <laughs> uh, and that's what they awarded the city after. They're like, here you go. Yeah. A second-hand Hyundai. You a second-hand Who, Who's going to drive this? <laughs> Who is this for? <laughs> Me and my mum are like, we will. We've got one each. <laughs> so after Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. a couple of the boats were sank, but a lot of them weren't. So even those attacks didn't garner like a 100% hit rate. Then yeah. this attack happened, and again, minimal, minimal damage 
Yeah. Uh, and no casualties either. Not even any injuries. The Elwood oil field bombardment. Yeah. There was no injuries Oh, whatsoever. right. Okay. So it's literally yeah. just they were going for property. This hysteria was mounting, but the yeah. only really hugely successful bombardment had been Pearl Harbor. I, I understand why they were getting so nervous because a, a successful attack could have happened at any moment, I suppose. Mm. But looking back, they're, 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 they're like, eh, they're not that successful though. Yeah. Between Pearl Harbor yeah. and at this point, they didn't. the Japanese did not seem to be very good at attacking America. No. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. February the 24th, the day after the oil fields bombardment in Elwood, the naval intelligence, the American naval intelligence, they issued a warning that an attack on mainland California was to be expected within the next 10 hours. So everyone was sort of ah. like kind of ready. So that yeah. evening, okay. flares and blinking lights were reported from the vicinity of defense plants. Yeah. And then an alert was called at 7.18 p.m. It was lifted at 10.23, but then renewed activity began early in the morning on February the 25th, which is why it kind of technically lasted all night. Okay, right, right. Air raid sirens sirens started sounding at 2.25am throughout Los Angeles County, and then a total blackout was ordered, and thousands of air raid wardens were summoned to take up positions. At quarter past three in the morning, the 37th Coast Artillery Brigade began firing .50 caliber machine guns and uh, 12.8-pound anti-aircraft shells into the air at reported aircraft that didn't exist. What? Okay. Over 1,400 shells were fired over the course of this thing. Pilots of the 4th Interceptor Command were alerted, but their aircraft never took off. The, uh, so they, they, they were ready to go, but they never did. Uh, and then the artillery right. fire carried on sporadically until quarter past four, and then the all-clear was sounded, and the blackout order was lifted at 20 past seven in the morning. So if they're, if okay. they're shooting at nothing, though, like what surely... Like, they have to have some information, and they're just like, all right, just shoot anywhere, lads. Just just point your guns in the sky and let rip. Because <laughs> it just, yeah. Like, is there no intelligence on there? And they're like, well, we think they're coming from this area. They did try sort of cover it up or save face. Because let's say, let's say people just got trigger happy and then started yeah. firing, and then that set off. Everyone, Everyone else goes, oh, shit, okay, well, we'll fire there because they're firing, right? Mm. Yeah, so there, w- there was a claim retroactively that a Japanese plane had crash-landed in the streets of Hollywood. Ooh. But that didn't happen. Okay. Oh, do you know what it's reminded me a lot of? One of my specialist subjects, 9-11. <laughs> 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 
Oh, are we ready to get sexy? But 9-11, on the, on the day of 9-11, a lot of the conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. really latch on to things that were said on the news that turned out to be wrong. Yes. So, yeah. like... A lot of people cite Building 7 as the smoking gun. Because ah. Building 7, no building has ever come down from fire damage alone. Well, it, this did. The, you know, uh, build, And it didn't fall at free fall speed, which is all stuff they said. But on the news, the building had been listing and creaking for several hours. It didn't fall till 5 o'clock. And the planes hit around 9 a.m., mm. you know, one just before and one uh, about half an hour later. So that that building was expected to come down. And on BBC, there's a woman standing with it in the background saying, we've got reports that another building has come down, Building 7. Uh, but the report was actually, it's going to come down. Oh. And there were other things like people in the, and it came down like 15 minutes later, but the conspiracists go, you can see it behind right. her. You can see it behind her. That's the smoking gun. It was brought down by controlled demolition. And there's like, People on the street who were near the building said, we heard explosions and then the buildings fell. And there's various things that could have been. And also, you hear explosions doesn't mean you heard explosives. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Like, uh, I'm being very long-winded. But basically, it sounds like a lot of things were being misreported and then they're stated as like, it's a cover-up because someone well, said this yeah. at the time amongst all this confusion. But I mean, I think, yeah, definitely. I think with this one, though, I think naively they were trying to save face because it looked they looked stupid oh okay yeah. so, so um everything i just said was point no, no no it wasn't no it wasn't it absolutely wasn't so like so the all clear had been given later in the morning uh, after, yeah after, after after all of this so uh anti-aircraft shrapnel had like rained down across mm. la uh, it had broken windows it had ripped through buildings people had their homes partially destroyed all of this yeah a golf course one of the holes got decimated, apparently. Hey, hello. Show one night. That's a horrible pickup line. Hey, baby, I'm going to just decimate you like the golf course in the Battle of Los Angeles. <laughs> Des- decimate your hole. <laughs> She's like, the what? Well, you heard of 9-11. It's like that, but nothing happened. <laughs> that's, the, that's the trouble with you. You're also crass. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to say that your hold was decimated? So unbecoming. <laughs> so during the course of the whole thing, 1,400 rounds of ammunition had been fired into the sky. Mm. And then mm. it was only the following morning that the military units discovered that there had been no enemy attack at all. Shit. Oh, for God's sake. It was clear that no bombs the were dropped, panic. no planes were shot down. Oh, my God. And the only damage had come from friendly fire. So Fuck it all. Uh. Because of so straight away, and I think may, maybe they were still operating under hysteria, and maybe this happened during the time I don't know. But mm. during the whole thing, authorities had arrested around about twenty Japanese American people for allegedly trying to signal the aircraft, aircraft that didn't exist. Hey, there was some racism. <laughs> yeah, aircraft that didn't exist, and yet apparently mm. these people were trying to trying to signal them. So they were like, "Well, we'll, we'll arrest them." Um, yeah. Also, it's a bad right. idea to try and signal. Aircrafts during an air raid, I would suggest. But um, surely that's the worst idea. I would, I would say, terrible. Over the next few days, I don't know whether the Battle of Los Angeles was a name that stuck at this point, or whether it was sort of like a couple of years down the line. But government and media outlets were issuing reports that contradicted each other. So, mm. right, uh, Secretary of the Navy was a guy called Frank Knox. He dismissed the firefight as a false alarm brought on by jittery nerves. Yeah, but <laughs> the Secretary of War. 
Henry Stimson. I love. I just love that sentence. I just want to say I love that sentence. The Secretary, Secretary of, of War, War, Henry Stimson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stimson, eh? <laughs> no, it says Betty. <laughs> Betty Symington. <laughs> he was kind of repeating what the army, top army people had said. Uh, mm. And he said that at least 15 planes had buzzed over the city. That was not true. They hadn't. Right. He, okay. he even said... The Phantom Fighters, they could have been commercial aircraft operated by enemy agents hoping to strike fear into the public. Well, so uh, that what well, they would have just got I into mean, regular planes and be like, this will spook them. <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're taking control of commercial aircraft to spook people, you better do something really yeah. weird with it. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to make it do a loop-de-loop or yeah. something. And, 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 and it mean, even if it was commercial aircraft flying over, is that going to cause the American... Army to go to freak out? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cheering. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> uh, he later recanted this. He sort of like he took it back. I was talking bollocks. But there are still people. I mean, thousands of military personnel were there shooting at nothing. Yeah. Um, and they claim to oh have seen God. aircrafts over the skies. And in an editorial in the New York Times, somebody who was an eyewitness said yeah. that there was a big mm. floating object resembling a balloon. Sounds like a fucking balloon. <laughs> there are some uh, witnesses that, or, or some of the soldiers that did do an interview and said, oh, this is what I saw. It was a, it was a giant balloon. See? Oh, wait, we're in the 40s. So no one talks like that anymore. Damn it. <laughs> Um, uh, no, they think they okay. do. Yeah, they can. It's they a giant balloon, see? I think you're fine. It was a balloon. I think you're all right. I think you're all right with that voice into the 50s, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I reckon. Well, apparently the reason that we get that voice from, because uh, it's like in the Hindenburg disaster, there's that, oh, the humanity. Yeah. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Like, all those recordings from then uh, were broadcast at like... A slightly faster speed, so that's why they oh, sound quite high pitched and clipped. Oh, that's um, why all the presenters. And if you of the slow news. them down normally, they all sound like us. <laughs> they sound like me going, "Fucking hell, it reminds me of 1993." Um, but so, oh, they, but they all sound normal. Shit. But like that's where those. Hey, it's the radio announcement here from RKO Studios. Really the clipped. new picture starring. Yeah. Fuck! It was because it was a higher shit. This whole time, I thought that's the, uh, those are the people they hired. They're like, hello there. This yeah. is the news. No, 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 not good enough. Next, hi there. This is the news. Exactly. That's what we need. No, exactly. But also, that voice, that voice persists in the terms and conditions apply. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they've got to get it out as quickly as possible. <laughs> oh, my lights. <laughs> hey, Masood, did you just sneeze her light down? That's I what did. it looked like. <laughs> it was a bit like that, wasn't it? <laughs> I might keep that in. Um, it sounds like there were some eyewitnesses, that, that, but it sounds like there's not a lot of yeah, eyewitnesses. And, and, and I mean, like, there was no enemy aircraft. They weren't shooting at anything. Because no. if they... The mm. amount of stuff, like they would have hit something. There would have been evidence, or at least they would have fired back. You know what yeah. I mean? They wouldn't. Yeah. Like, um, there would be evidence that there was enemy aircraft, but there wasn't, and it seems strange because if you're trying to cover up for it, you'd say that there would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah. there just wasn't. A contemporary article said, "The more the whole incident of the early morning of February the 25th is examined, the more incredible it becomes." Yeah. So that's that's contemporary journalism to this day. No one really knows what caused it to happen. Because the Japanese denied ever sending anything. They said they never flew aircraft over Los Angeles during the whole of World War Two. Yeah. Right. So this is kind of where the conspiracy theories of government cover-ups and aliens come in. Are there any... Do you uh, have any favourites in there? Any favourite uh, conspiracy theories that you, you're you like, oh, this is a fun <laughs> one? Uh, my favourite is, um, is they realised their mistake. Yeah. And they were like, oh, God, we're going to look so stupid. <laughs> and, and so, and so yeah. they created the alien myth then and yeah. there that Roswell was then supposed to bear out because five years oh shit so it was like they were fuck. so five, five years after this happened 
you got to understand there was a war to be getting on with. When the war finished, I imagine events turned back to 1942 and the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they were like, I mean, we look really dumb. <laughs> really dumb. Let's make yeah. them think that alien... And people had already whispered about extraterrestrials. They were like, let's um, let's set this up and then it'll people will just sort of like take aliens as red for anything. Mm. Fucking mm-hmm. hell, yeah. But there, yeah, there, there, right. there, is, um, there is a logical explanation, which is, yeah, obviously trigger-happy, frightened army men. Yeah. As was the case of, as you said before, there was every reason yeah. for them to be. Triggered a, triggered a false alarm. Um, yeah. In 1983, the Office of Air Force History looked at the whole thing and outlined mm-hmm. it all, and they did note that meteorological balloons had been released prior to the barrage to help determine wind conditions. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. God. Which could have been a frightened, panicky person seeing them and then triggering the alert. Yeah. And then once the shooting began, disorienting combination of... Uh, of, of obviously the bullets, smoke, searchlights, and everything, they could have thought they were firing on enemy pl- enemy planes when there really there was mm-hmm. nothing there. Yeah. Um, so it turns out this Battle of Los Angeles is a paradox in that it it happened, but also didn't. There was no battle. There was no battle. Where does that name come from then? Was that just something somebody was like? It just yeah, ended up being called the Battle of Los Angeles because I think well, obviously whoever I mean the army thought they were fighting one and they weren't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean the the Japanese did plan to attack the American mainland several times. Yeah. Right. But none of them ever really produced the level of mass hysteria that, that this battle, which is kind of like weird because now it's like the battle and then there wasn't one. It's a bit like the boy that cried wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, oh, Japanese are planning to attack, are they? Yeah, believe it when we see it. Yeah. When you're talking about like, after last time. Yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's kind of long and short of it, really. Yeah. The thing about um, UFOs is obviously they did that film Battle Los Angeles, made in 2011, mm-hmm. um, because yeah. there were um, and that that really takes hold of this alien thing and runs with it. Because so they, they there's a photograph that clearly shows all of the searchlights focused on something, and it looks it looks like an alien spaceship, but the photograph was mm-hmm. heavily modified by photo retouching. Uh, so it, it's but it's meant to improve the contrast uh, in black and white photographs, and then it just looks like there's an I alien thing. See. Um, and yeah, I was going to say like I can see why lots of people thought it. Was and then it, people are still running with it aliens. now. So th- that film Battle Los Angeles, yeah, in the trailers, I think they used that photograph as if to be like based on a true story, true historical material. Yeah, uh, mm. and then and then a um somebody writing about the film said if the publicity campaign wanted to establish UFO research as nothing but lies couldn't have done a better job <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah uh, there is gotcha. another there is another thing that uh, I didn't realise because to my shame I haven't seen it um, but you haven't stu- seen the Battle of Los no, Angeles movie I don't, no, I, I, yeah. no I haven't oh, that's to my Chris, pride that's to my how, pride oh no what I was, no um, uh, the Steven Spielberg film 1941 is oh, oh yes loosely based on this which is widely this. And uh, yeah, and p- a lot of people say it's awful, uh, but it's kind of in recent years got sort of a newfound. No, actually, I see what he was doing, and it's pretty yeah, great. Yeah, and it's uh, loosely based on this, the Battle of oh. Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, my not Belushi. It's got Jim Belushi in and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and John Candy. It's like it's like that. Oh my god! It's like all yeah, of them. but directed by Spielberg. Yeah, um, yeah. It's known as like Spielberg's failure, but I bet it isn't. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of when I when you said 1941, I thought like no, there, there's that 
that top-down airplane game uh, where you play at the arcades. That's called 1942. I thought that's what we were talking. Mm. I thought it was like, oh, are you talking <laughs> about that? No, it's like that. No, it's not like that. At that's all. the sequel. <laughs> oh, I've not seen that. I've not seen that. No, I haven't. I, I haven't. John, John uh, yeah, John Belushi. I think who else is in it? Fucking like Ned Beatty's in it. It's written by Zemeckis and Gale. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Belushi, Ned Beatty, uh, Dan Aykroyd, Christopher Lee. Holy is shit! He in it? God, uh, I don't Warren remember Robert him being Stack. in it. Nancy Allen. Okay. Bobby DeSico. DeSico, the son of Pat. Oh, shit. Michael McKean. I might have to check that out. That sounds (laughs) awesome. Where Mm. it came in Spielberg's career is... um, because it, it came, so he did Jaws, then Close Encounters, then this. <laughs> so mm-hmm. oh, right, right, right. oh, bloody oh, hell, of course. Shit. Oh, of right. Course. So this was like, everyone's like, oh, this Spielberg guy, he's real hot, he's real hot property. And then they're like, ah, yeah. oh. But then luckily, his next film was Raiders of the Lost Ark. So yeah, so he, that, oh, so this yeah, could have sunk him. This could have sunk him then. Holy shit. Yeah. So what, uh, what theory, so that's, that's, you reckon it was a, you reckon Chris, it was just, just some trigger happy soldiers. I think Occam's Razor with this one. I think mm-hmm. I think they I think the balloons have a, a part because to people play, yeah. said they saw <laughs> balloons or something that looked yeah. like a balloon. <laughs> the balloons did it. <laughs> yeah, why not? The balloons did it. Of course, it was the a balloons did it, the uh, balloons and then it caused like. everybody to panic. I mean, they thought. I mean, there was there was a bombardment the day before that wasn't successful, but they could have thought, well, it could have been successful. A successful one is coming. They've already done Pearl Harbor. They've sunk yeah. a couple of our ships. Any minute now. Any minute now. Oh my God! What the fuck's that? And then yeah. Chaos, fucking hell, yeah. Mm. I reckon, yeah, something, something of that thing of like just the building of hysteria cannot be ignored. That's for sure. You definitely, mm. I think, there absolutely there's credence in that, and that they, yeah, I think somebody. I reckon it was. I reckon someone leaned on one of the guns, smoking a cigarette. They're like, I tell you what, there's probably not going to be an attack. See, the way I see it is, oh god, and then, <laughs> well, that they're firing, and then everybody just it was. <laughs> It was like a just a farcical kind of fucking by accident, and then everyone's like, "Oh God!" Ah, and everyone freaked. <laughs> like, uh, that's my theory, anyway. Yeah. Um, Suze, have you? Uh, what What have you? I've delved into the archives. Of course, of I'm course. so glad. Yes. Uh, yeah, you'll be glad to hear I've delved into the archives. We're now into 1941, aren't mm-hmm. we? 1942. 1942, even sorry. And there is a song about the Battle of Los Angeles. Who's it by? Oh, Mr. Champagne. Oh. We all remember we all remember Armisen Champagne. Course, They've become quite a fixture here. Forget? And you won't yeah. believe this, but they have got a song about the Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, but they were joined shit. by a guest singer. Oh my god! Uh-huh. A younger sister, because they're sisters. Uh, I didn't know if you know that. I didn't know I, that. I don't know if I mentioned. And it. I suppose by this point, we're about fifteen years after we first met. No, twenty years after we first yeah. met them. Well, coming up yeah. to twenty years. So I imagine. Their younger sister is like wanting a wanting a slice of the action. Of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, and her her name is Balloon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant. <laughs> she, she, Jesus. <laughs> she only she only <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> she only actually joined them one time. <laughs> Almonds, <laughs> champagne, you better... You let your sister on your new record. Champagne's like, God damn it. Almonds is like, God damn it. Balloon's voice is right in the middle of the two, oh, which brilliant. is for, That is very good. Handy for their harmonies. <laughs> I've just realised I'm going to have to record three harmonies <laughs> off the tape. I mean, I've, oh shit. Off the tape, Balloon joined them for, for just one time because... <laughs> 
that otherwise you'd have to do three harmonies every time, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you it probably next time <laughs> there'll just be two of them again. Yeah. It's lucky for you that Balloon died of a heroin overdose in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. She lo- well, she went. She had a solo, a brief foray into solo. Uh, she recorded half an album called "I Love Smack." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we miss her, and but luckily we've got. <laughs> she's safe forever on this. <laughs> on this song well how annoying anyone listening it's like yeah it's three podcasters having a laugh amongst themselves (laughs) that's fun to listen to (laughs) okay so well are you ready yes we're ready ready. Uh, almonds and champagnes battle of los angeles feet balloon featuring balloon (laughs) what's that in the sky champagne i don't know almonds but it's coming down real fast it's me together at last on one on one on one record on one track record which i would describe as um rich in harmony (laughs) (laughs) what a treat what a treat that was oh well you know where to find us we're doing another one of our lovely live streams tonight uh every thursday at 8 p.m on twitch twitch.tv slash mystery on the rocks uh we're also on the fucking social networks mystery (laughs) on the rocks are you enjoying are you enjoying social media i could tell from um the, your... seeing as everybody yeah. this will go out way after i did this but i put a picture of an egg online and everybody literally have been ripping the shit out of me yeah because i can't even fry I, an egg i fucked an egg one egg i decided to put it on instagram i mean i am enjoying how much attention it's getting <laughs> uh yeah we're all we're on twitter at mystery on the rocks rox uh same on instagram and on facebook we're mystery on the rocks spelt correctly if you fancy it you can give us an email mystery on the rocks at gmail.com yep uh you can find us individually on twitch as well uh you can watch back chris's live stream where he counted out a thousand and forty tea bags oh my god yeah uh i'm um, let's spoiler alert, i got a bag of a thousand and forty tea bags i wanted to see if there was that number in there if you want to know you should watch it on twitch because it's available for a little bit if it's expired i've put a highlights reel up on youtube <laughs> there you go uh, people got into yeah. it i was it, it was dramatically satisfying there's a lot at stake there yeah. because yeah. people think what if it isn't what if it's just exactly. one over or one under it could exactly. be it could be that's it uh that's it. and that's cr- uh, twitch.tv slash chris underscore stokes that's me 
Yeah. Uh, you can find Suze on twitch.tv slash... Suze Kempner, all one word. Sometimes I'm singing, sometimes I'm playing video games, once I made a cake, and once I streamed me doing the whole of Les Miserables, sang every song, Yeah. wore costumes, had different sets behind me using my green screen. One of my least watched streams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can we find you on Twitch, Masood? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Masoodmilas, all one word. Join us again next week for another Hollywood mystery. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo. Thanks very much for swinging by. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Bye. 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 I waved like an idiot. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.